in a world where acting weird isn't professional. We're just two girls trying to act normal. Hey guys, welcome to Acting Normal with your host Shelby and Anna. Hi. Welcome to the dark side of the moon. I think But I've, we're not talking about Mulan, sorry. We are not. That will be a different week. Uh, I think I have finally perfected like the level of light that I like in my home. Yeah, I like it. There's like a little bit of light in every corner, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm not overwhelmed. You don't have like any big lights. No. Well, I have this guy over the dining room table. Mm, over is yeah i don't know why they (laughs) don't know why they did it like that it is not center in the room i don't know if they expected somebody to just put a table like here like off the wall because then that would make sense you could like do it there yeah but why would you set up the room like that Mm, i don't know you know who couldn't give two shits about that the person that installed that fan yeah they were like dining room tables never heard of them I don't know where they go. They could go anywhere in this room. Like there's a fan. <laughs> the fan. The fan doesn't have to go over anything. Yeah. Fan keeps you cool. Yeah. Fan goes here. Fan for cool, not light. Fan cool. <laughs> and you're like, sir, it is not the dark <laughs> like, ages. You're like, Kevin, we went to high school together. I know like you can I say know. more words. <laughs> I you were actually a valedictorian. Like, I don't understand, like, where you lost all your words you from. You have 4.7 GPA. Yeah. You went to Harvard. <laughs> You're a rocket scientist. Yeah. I don't know why you came here to install this one fan. <laughs> he didn't do any of the other rooms. Oh, I was going to say. He, he just okay. installed that one fan. Well, there's no... Yeah, that'd be fun. The only above head lights that you get are this fan and that little boob light in the kitchen. That's all you get. Oh, I guess we have one on right now in the little entry space. All right, three. Ooh. <laughs> I just never turn them on. Well, I turn on the kitchen one. Um, we have <laughs> we have a vanity light in the bathroom, and it's five lights, mm-hmm. and they're like the halogen ones, where they're um very small, and they're a tube. Okay, and you like put them in like you have to like wiggle them in. oh yeah yeah um so when we moved in only two worked but we were like oh the people took the other ones out and it was a lot of light with the two so we're like that makes sense like it's kind of blinding with the two yeah okay well one burned out mm-hmm. so now we're down to one okay and it's very <laughs> dark in there now very dark so we we being nick has watched <laughs> videos to see how to install it and they're like super easy like you just kind of got to like push it in and then like fl- like a, like a battery almost okay the sides don't move in any way shape or form there's no give to them uh so <laughs> we had two lights i was gonna say that, that we didn't pay for they were just in our closet okay one is broken so now we have one from trying from trying okay so now we're just we're just one light in it okay and it's fine i was for- gonna say is one okay it's dark, so, like, when I go to the bathroom and when I shower, like, it's fine. I get by. But okay. when I do makeup, it's a problem. So now I bring a desk lamp into the bathroom when I do my makeup. Okay, that it's was... It's really fun. <laughs> that was me this morning because I put on... I had some red lip on. And in the dark, it tonality, like, was good with the fit. Yeah. And then I got into the light of our office and I was like, 
this is the most terrible undertone for this mm-hmm. outfit as a whole. But I couldn't see that. I couldn't see that in the dim light of my apartment. Yeah. But I'm not going to change anything because I don't, I don't like a lot of light. Yeah. It's very, my apartment feels very like sexy times. <laughs> I brought, um, spoiler alert, I went on a date. And I brought a guy back to my apartment once and he, I turned on the lights that I had mm-hmm. because I've never been an overhead light girly. And he was like, Ooh, what are you trying to do? And I was like, these are all the lights I have. <laughs> these are all the lights I have. This is not special for you. <laughs> Just have to see. This is what I do. <laughs> I think I meant like lately and I was like, wow, that was a, uh... oh no, <laughs> this was two apartments ago. <laughs> <laughs> this specific story. Yeah. But Yeah. And then, on our on our walk home from the bus today, I got an alert from my other friends in the apartment building. Mm-hmm. Cockroaches are back. Cockroaches are back. That makes sense. It's getting... I know. It's getting warmer. Warmer. So, I got to do another spray. Another sweep of the apartment, if you will. Mm-hmm. Not unlike the sweeps of Cinderella. There you go. You know, Cinderella would made friends with the cockroaches. The cockroaches, I know, would probably, like, talk to her. Yeah. I mean, Ella Enchanted. No, Enchanted. Enchanted. Not Ella Enchanted. Enchanted with Amy Adams. I did have one get on its hind legs and come at me when I was trying to get him out of my apartment. Mm. So. Might have been singing to you. They have been trying to talk. Personality. (sighs) Or at least that one did. He was like, I'm not going down without a fight. The only one I have... And then I sweeped him down the stairs and heard him thud. Yeah, the only one that was ever in my room itself, my personal room, was already dead when I woke up. Oh, yeah. Just on its back. Yeah. I was like, what a weird mechanism. Because they can't, like, really turn back over. Yeah, they did it to himself. I know, that's what I'm saying. They flip over as, like, I'm already dead mechanism, but then they, like, die because they can't flip back over. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. So it's like, that's not fun for anybody. I would think including you. I was listening to a podcast on my way to work today. Brag. Super brag. <laughs> and these people are talking and they talk like us. They don't fact check themselves as they talk. <laughs> love. We love that. Yeah. And one of them was saying like, I don't eat shrimp. Like I won't even try to eat shrimp because like they're the cockroach of the sea. Oh, I thought you were going to say the poop vein. Yeah, they did say that. The yeah. Poop, the poop sack or whatever. They, they said that, to, too. Like, that, yeah, goes they said they were back. like, you don't want that to do that. They said yeah. that. And then they were like, it's the cockroach of the sea. Yeah. And then I was like, is that true? Wonder, do you think a cockroach would taste similar to a shrimp? No way. After seeing one squished and seeing the insides, nah. Okay. No. I'm just asking. I feel People like eat them. They do? Yeah. I think in um, Asian cultures. Oh. A lot of bugs. Yeah, I couldn't. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't. I but if I like lived there for a while, I might give it a go. Props. I don't think I could do Just it. Just because I'm like, oh, everyone's doing it. Wait, well, it's got to be good for some reason if all these people are eating it. When they show up here, I always like stare at it for ten minutes and decide how I want to handle it. Like I can't even get close enough to like figure yeah, out how to get I it mean, out of my apartment. I would be getting it from a street vendor. I can't like, imagine. I'm not making the food myself. Putting it in my mouth. I'm not. I'm not eating it. Like yeah. That. 
my parents did like a fear factor theme for one of their camps once yeah and they had like chocolate covered crickets and like yeah something a different type of bug like in a sucker and things like that and the kids like did the different stuff it was fun funny to watch yeah our our hometown like a candy shop had stuff like that too i'm just like are you just making money because people want to like try it or like are people actually enjoying this honestly i bet it's both i bet there's i bet it's both like it yeah that work well, it'd be really helpful if they would talk to me so that I could tell them to not come back here. Like, go to a different apartment. Yeah, be like, hey, I know um, this person in my apartment always leaves the laundry machine open or, like, <laughs> it takes too long. Yeah. Go to their apartment. You do that. Yeah. I would send them next door to my neighbors and, and say, hey, tell them to stop slamming their front door there you while go. you're over there. Yeah. Because that would be helpful. You think they speak in Morse code? You might, you could t- like tap your toe. <laughs> Maybe. Should we see? Can we communicate with cockroaches? Do you think like a scientist out there has done it? Yes. I believe. How that. do you think they did it with like flashes of light? Flashes of light or like, I think tapping. A tapping. Tapping I, would be good. I bet like someone has recorded enough bug noises to be able to communicate do they know what they're saying no but they could someone should come up with that app like translating what like your dog says okay these questions from google are so funny before we get to cinderella um can cockroaches be attracted to humans like in a loving way? I don't think they mean that, but that is how I read it at first, too, and I was confused. Oh. It said the three primary things cockroaches seek are food, water, and shelter. Relatable. That makes humans an ideal companion for them. Yeah. <laughs> because you're bound to have all three. Yeah. Um, do cockroaches have feelings? Yeah. While we may not always see them displaying these emotions in the same way we do, it doesn't mean that they're not there. They can exhibit fear... When faced with predators or dangerous situations, they can also display happiness and contentment when they're safe and comfortable. Cute. That's so funny. Cute little. <laughs> what happens if a, if a roach touches you? You die. If you touch a cockroach, you risk becoming infected with some serious diseases. Really? Including bacteria that causes dysentery. Oh. So you just have diarrhea? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Does killing a cockroach attract more? Yes. Really? That's what it says. But How? the picture they show has just like dead ones around. Like they didn't clean up the dead cockroaches. Wait, how would it attract it? I don't know. Wouldn't you think it, you would smell like it, your dead friend and get away from it? Like if I saw a dead body, like a he, dead human, I would walk away from it. Oh, yeah. I'm not getting close to it. Unless they think they're trying to have a funeral, then that's different. <laughs> okay you know? yeah they're trying to like give their loved loved roach friend yeah. a little support they're like in the Robbie, afterlife Robbie was good to us well they're only alive for 20 to 30 weeks so they're having a lot of funerals we then they're only alive 20 to 30 weeks that's what it says and why does everyone say they're they're gonna live during a nuclear bomb <laughs> i don't know like why is that the thing that everyone talks about they're like you know what lives during a nuclear bomb? 
Twinkies and cockroaches. <laughs> like, why did we come to that conclusion? Can bugs cry? I yeah. love Google so much. Yeah, they probably can. They do not have tear ducts. So. so no, they can't. No. No crying. Just cockroaches or bugs in general? This person, this question just says bugs. Oh, it's kind of sad. Well, I don't think well, that they, they, would, they don't feel sad. Yeah, I don't think they feel the same kind of emotions that we feel. Yeah. Do bugs smile? <laughs> Who are these A child took over this. <laughs> took over okay. their parents' Google account. Cinderella would be friends with a cockroach. Let's learn more yeah. about her. Do you have a favorite Cinderella character? Um, Gus Gus. I was going to say, if it's, there is a right answer. There is a right answer, and it's Gus Gus. He's so precious. How can you not fall in love with him? What's the other mice name? Yeah, his friend. Yeah. Was there two or three? I think, I just recall two. two. Cinderella, Cinderella. Let's see. Oh, Jack. Jack. But it's J-A-Q. Jacques. I wouldn't think that's how you say it, but Jack, yeah. Jack. Jack and Gus Gus. Jack, Jack, Gus. Our two mice who serve as Cinderella's sidekicks. Oh, here's all of them. Then there's like, you know, the two like lady mice that like sew her dress. Yeah. You got Perla and Susie. Okay. And then you I'm have. I'm sorry, what? We have to pause. Okay. Well, there's more mice. Perla. Mm-hmm. And then you get Susie. Susie. You get a really unique name, Perla. And then you give someone Susie. I guess. I think that's a Y. Jock and Gus Gus. Yeah. And then Bert. Classic. Mert. Mm. And Luke. <laughs> My favorite thing is none of these people were named in the movie. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember. I don't know how these people know that. Okay. Can't answer that question. We don't look up things here. We don't look up various things. You we look up the lots. article. The person who wrote that article just made those names up. Bert and Mert. Mert. Mert feels really made up. Mert feels like we wrote that article. <laughs> yeah, it does. It's not even an article. This is just a picture that somebody like wrote their name. Bert, on. Mert, and Luke. And Luke. Mert feels made up, and then Luke. You couldn't think of a third rhyme. You're making them all up. Bert, Mert, Sir. No, I think they did Bert, Mert, Lert, and the person misheard them and thought they said Luke. <laughs> I think I would ask for someone to repeat if they said that. It was a Lert, and they're like, Luke, got it. <laughs> <laughs> no further questions. You've already given me Mert, and I don't understand. You gave me three iconic names that everyone remembers. <laughs> I totally know who these mice are. Yeah. Okay. Perla. This... this <laughs> is the history of cinderella this is from abilene public library in texas oh wait. so this is a dot gov we're getting public libraries up in this bitch mm. we had one last time okay cinderella is a folk tale that is present in many forms and variants there are thousands of renditions of the story which features a young person mostly young women but can be young men that's interesting I don't think I've ever read a male Cinderella story. Yeah. 
who is in tragic circumstances and living off the charity of others. All of a sudden, her fortune changes as she attracts the attention of a nobleman. The nobleman must search in some way to find out her identity. When found, Cinderella becomes the spouse of royalty. Begrudgingly, family members then get their reward of cruelty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We get the general story. Yeah, we've seen Cinderella's story. Okay. The earliest recorded tales is by a stra- is by Strabo, a Greek, who recorded the story of Rhodopis between 7 BCE and 23 CE. Ooh. She was a young Greek courtesan who attracted the attention of the pharaoh when an eagle flew off with her sandal <coughs> while she was taking a bath. The eagle dropped it in the pharaoh's lap. He was so intrigued by the shoe and its shape. Why was this pharaoh confused by a shoe that he searched for the owner? In the shape. What do you think was confusing about the shape of this shoe? It was shoe? a flip-flop. But that's like what they wore. Mm. I'm going to go the other way. Fully covered the foot. He's like, who wears a shoe like this? Because this isn't what we wear. I think, I think they have like the band shoes. What are those called? Like, like slides? Like slides. I think they were wearing slides and she had a flip-flop. <laughs> and he was like, what? I think, How does this work? I think it was made of, it was a clog. Okay. <laughs> the eagle picked up a clog mm-hmm. while she was bathing. Yeah. And I was like, here you go, Pharaoh. This is weird. I think she was wearing satellite stompers. <laughs> and they're like, is this Harry Styles? I think she was wearing Astro Boy boots. <laughs> I think she was wearing... <laughs> Have you seen that uh, old man who yes. design? He, like, d- comes up with the outfits based on these, like, cartoon-looking boots? Yeah. She was wearing that. Um, I think she was wearing what, some of those moon bounce shoes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, moon shoes. <laughs> Is that what this episode's called? Yeah, she was okay. wearing Crocs with gibbets, <laughs> and he needed to know where she got the gibbets from. Have you from. seen, like, the Lizzie McGuire ones that just came yep, out? Yep, at Target, yeah. No, they're actual Crocs. Oh, I've seen, like, legitimate, like, without any Croc inserts, that orange color platform oh. at Target. No, this is, like, the actual, I'll show you after this. Okay, so but I do. I know what you're talking about. My friend has them, and they're like really comfortable. Oh, and they're like black. Is that what they want? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Th- those are the ones that I mm-hmm. saw. I looked to buy them last summer, but I was I never pulled the trigger on it. Yeah. So she was wearing those. She was wearing platform Lizzie McGuire style Crocs. Okay. And the Pharaoh was like, I kind of want like normal Crocs because she can get gibbets. <laughs> Except back then it was just like rocks and leaves. It was just like hieroglyphics <laughs> carved onto the rock. Some like chicken bones mm-hmm. that you like stick in there. A flower. And then while well, everybody's walking around, they're just saying ow with every step. Yeah. Because like none of it made any sense. They're getting stabbed by arrows in their shoes. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, this is the height of fashion. Ow, 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 And ow. She, that's when she was taking a bath because she had to like relax her feet. Her feet were so bloody. She had yeah. to wash them off. wash them off. <laughs> <laughs> And the pharaoh's like, ooh, look at this bloody shoe. Interested. (laughs) Super like. (laughs) Okay, the story is also present in Asia. The Chinese have the story of Yi Zhan, um, which can be dated to about 860 CE. And the Malay Indonesian people have the tale of Bawang Puti Bawang Mera. The Vietnamese have Tam Cam. 
and other ethnic groups have similar tales in the region. Cool. So, wow. Lots of versions. The first known written occurrence of the Cinderella tale in Europe comes from an Italian named... Where they're, they're, this library is killing me. Giambattista Basil in 1643. Okay. It's one of the stories in the Pentameron, along with recognizable versions of Rapunzel, Puss in Boots, Sleeping Beauty, Hansel and Gretel, and Hansel and Gretel. Uh, he was the first person to commit oral traditional stories to written word. His tale about Cinderella included a wicked stepmother, evil sisters, losing her shoe, magic, and a nobleman who sought the owner of the shoe. <laughs> Charles Perrault. Yeah, the f- we've heard about him. Before. Yeah, the first audiobook. <laughs> You're like what? From France, wrote the story of Cinderella that is best known in its translated English version. Ah, get out of here, Charles. He's, he really wrote a lot. Uh, he wrote uh, his version in 1697. This French version included even more magical aspects to the story, uh, and it includes the pumpkin, fairy godmother, and the glass slipper. It's the version that Walt Disney used to create its Cinderella movie hmm. in 1950. Cinderella was made in 1950 from Disney? Yeah. That seems too early. Well, the first one was Snow White. And I want to say, yeah, that might, I think that's right. We're looking, this is a fact that we're going to look up. Oh, dang. That's right. Because when did Snow White come out? March 4th, 1950 is Cinderella. Mm-hmm. Come um, the corner. Snow White... December 21st, 1937. Okay, I was going to say 40s, but yeah. And Sleeping Beauty, January 29th, 1959. Okay. That makes sense because Disney is... Um, over 100 years old. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. The Grimm brothers from Germany took many common tales only known in oral tradition and published them in 1812 in their book Grimm's Fairy Tales. Cinderella was one of these stories, but known in the German language as Aschenpudel? Love. In this version, they say it so much, I'm going to say she. In this version, she plants a hazel twig and it grows with the water of her tears. Sad. A white bird roosts in the tree, which she believes is her deceased mother. The bird then is the bearer of the white gown and silk shoes that she uses to go to the ball. Oh, is this when they, this is the bird that pokes their eyes out. She eludes the prince as he chases her home, but drops one of her golden slippers. The prince searches the kingdom for the owner, but her stepsisters try on the shoe first. Each sister cuts off a part of their foot to fit into the slipper. I remember that part. I remember that part. After all, uh, after all, whoever wrote this, there are a lot of, <laughs> a lot of spelling errors, and a lot of like missing punctuation. <laughs> At the public library. This is a public library. Dot <laughs> um, gov. After all, princesses do not need to walk anywhere after they marry. Oh, good to know. Good to know. Public library. Oh. The shoe still does not fit, and the prince notices the blood pouring from the shoe. (laughs) 
Once the prince places the shoe on Cinderella, he recognizes her and he takes her away from her evil stepmother and her limping sisters. <laughs> he needs the shoe to recognize her face. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Full of blood. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. Oh, they also like set this up very weirdly. I swear in the Grimm's one, they the stepsisters did get their eyes poked out too by the bird. There's a there's a Sleeping Beauty version where the prince gets his eyes stuck, his eyes poked out as well. Although that's from vines, and then they live in like this swamp for like a year before they go back to the. This is not Grimm. It's like a different. Isn't it into version. the woods? Mm, not what I'm thinking of. Oh, well, that might happen there into too. the woods. I think yeah, it yeah. happens to him. Um, scholars who study folklore have isolated at least 345 variants of Cinderella in Europe. Most of the tales have a wicked female relative who persecutes her. Most of the stories also have a ball, a ball gown that appears with magic, and a built-in curfew when the magic wears off. In some stories, there are magic birds who provide, and others have a, who provide, (coughs) and have a fairy godmother that is kindness personified that enables her to attend the party. Got it. And then it switches to another... (laughs) paragraph which doesn't seem to make sense in the succession of how we're reading this mm-hmm. but i don't know any other way to read this page great once she gets tired she runs away but leaves an article of her clothing behind so i think we're back to like the story now <laughs> back to the story <laughs> in some stories it is jewelry that she loses and in other stories she loses a squirrel slipper as found in the russian version mm. hundreds of books films plays ballets and television shows have been based upon this tale from the muppets portrayal with miss piggy as cinderella <laughs> and sesame street's cinder elmo hey See, that's why they said, boy i didn't know that there is a vast contrast to the russian nat- national ballet performing the sergey radchenko version of the fairy tale so they were like, oh my gosh, so many variants from puppets to puppets to ballet. <laughs> yeah, from literally the Muppets to the Sesame Street, yeah. which is just Jim Hansen. Puppets to puppets. And then ballet. Russia. Russian ballet. Yeah. And that's, all we, that's what we get from the public library. Um, no one wanted to talk about Hilary Duff, a Cinderella story? Or Selena Gomez, a yeah. Cinderella story? How, or How dare they forget that? <laughs> I have another one here that's just said the real story behind these Disney movies will ruin your childhood. Ruin your childhood. <laughs> this, I think they talk about, I should save this for the other ones. Or, or maybe fi- we like can... a final recap. Oh, we do this at, you want to read this article at the end? Maybe. Like a recap of all the ones we discussed. Thoughts. Sure. Yeah. Bookmark it. Okay, well, stay tuned, listeners, because we're not reading that now, apparently. But I feel like we need more information on the grim one. Yeah, because I, I, I really think they got their eyes poked out. By a bird? I, and I think the bird is, now that we learned that, I think the bird's the mom. Oh. I didn't know the mom, the bird was the mom. I didn't know the bird was the mom either. Okay. Okay, this is kind of long, but not that long. Okay. Should we just read it? Mm-hmm. Okay, everybody, settle in for story time. So it says, There once was a rich man whose wife lay sick, 
And when she felt her end drawing near, she called to her only daughter to come near to her bed and said, Dear child, be pious and good, and God will always take care of you, and I will look down upon you from heaven and be with you. Mm. A lot of grim stories are like, kids, you better be good. Or you're going to... I mean, last week it was turned into algae. I also like how her name is Cinderella because she, like, hangs out near the cinders. Mm -hmm. What was her first name oh great question right now the mom is just calling her child like was it gabriella and they were like haha we're gonna take gabrielle out and put cinder there i bet you disney gave her like a real name at one point you think it's they? just ella maybe we look at it after okay let's look it up I'm after just this curious. um so the mom said that to her lovely and then she closed her eyes and expired expired yeah because they like, can't say dead. Like apparently. we gold milk. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, <laughs> she was like, be good. <laughs> she was like, be good. Ooh, something's rotten. <laughs> Something's a little curdling, chunky. The maiden went every day to her mother's grave and wept and was always pious and good. When the winter came, the snow covered the grave with a white covering. And when the sun came in the early spring and melted it away, the man took himself another wife. The new wife brought two daughters home. So just a couple of months. Yeah. Winter like to spring few, is months. not. Yeah. It's not long time. Not long time. Well, here's the thing. If this is a rich man, women back then particularly had to move quick. You had to get, yeah. you had to get in favor with the rich guys. Yeah. So I kind of get it. But if they're like British or like European, don't mm-hmm. they have those balls? Like Bridgerton? Like oh, kinda, yeah. Like that's a couple seasons. That's a season. I think those take a while. I think those apply more to like the young girls. Okay. I think we're middle-aged here. Maybe they have an older Bridgerton. Maybe they're just like, all right, you're around and my age and like we get along kind of. Okay. want to maybe hang out till we die. Yeah. I got two girls. Yeah. That I got to look out for. You want to adopt them? And he's like, I have a daughter. They'll get along great. She keeps crying. (laughs) Her mom died like two weeks ago. She won't stop crying. (laughs) And the woman's like. Oh, that's so sad. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. What's your daughter's name? Child. I don't know. Maiden. Yeah. Maid. We didn't give her one. I didn't get her one. <laughs> mm. Maybe you can give her one. What do you think? Well, if I put her near the cinders, how funny if I called her Cinderella? Hilarious. If I make her hang out by the fireplace, if she'll get her... covered in soot. If I make her our slave. <laughs> yeah. What is how... Cinderella? Cinderella, um, dirt, dirty girl, Ash, mm, Ashley. We could have <laughs> called her Ashley this entire Ashley. time. That would have been good. <laughs> like my great grandmother was Roberta. Yeah, thoughts on that? You know, Embers. Mm. Ember would have been Ember good. Ember would have been good. And he's like, okay, well, he's like, well, those are actually called cinders. Okay. Why don't we call her Cinder? No, that's too literal. Yeah. Um, Ella? Like like Bella? <laughs> yeah. Combine them. Combine them. Cinderella. Love. Cinderbella. <laughs> Cinderella. They're like, no, it should be Cinderella. Cinder Ash. Um, <laughs> Ash Amber. <laughs> Ash Amber. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're getting somewhere. Comes here, Flam. <laughs> the new wife brought two daughters home with her, and they were beautiful and fair in, appa- in appearance, but at heart were black and ugly. They were okay looking. (laughs) (laughs) 
And then began very evil times for the poor stepdaughter. Still no name. Still no name. Still just describe descriptions of her. Is the stupid creature to sit in the same room with us, they said. <gasps> her name. Those who eat creature. food must earn it. Out upon her for a kitchen. What are these sluts doing? Kitchen maid. Okay, so they tell her to be a kitchen maid. They took away her pretty dresses and put on her old gray kirtle and gave her wooden shoes to wear. Those crocs. Pharaoh. Pharaoh, are you around? And the dad was like, yeah, bully my daughter. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) Just look now at the proud princess, how she is decked out. They cried laughing, and then they sent her into the kitchen. There she was obliged to do heavy work from morning to night, get up early in the morning, draw water, make fires, cook, and wash. Besides that, the sisters did their utmost to torment her, mocking her and strewing peas and lentils among the ashes and setting her to pick them up. Hmm. In the evenings, when she was quite tired out with her hard day's work, she had no bed to lie on, but she was obliged to rest on the hearth among the cinders. And as she always looked dusty and dirty, they named her Cinderella. It happened one day that the father went to the fair. Okay, so the father, yeah, was like around and was like chill. Yeah. With all this. At least in some of the versions, the dad is like away and not there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like an Ever After style. Yeah. If you've not seen Ever After, watch it. Or like the Cinderella story, the dad dies. Yes. Great options. Kill him dad, off. Dad goes away, dad dies. Uh, it happened one day that the father went to the fair and he asked his... How long t- is the fair? I mean, I guess Maybe if we'll he's getting out. married in like a couple months, yeah. fair could be a couple weeks. Could. Could be like two weeks. Maybe the fair is far away. Yeah. And then that's, at that point, that's a couple months. Yeah. He's got to like ride a horse somewhere, set up wares, mm-hmm. get new things. That makes sense. He asked his two stepdaughters what he should bring back for them. But didn't ask your daughter? They said, fine clothes, pearls, and jewels said the other but what will you have cinderella he said oh so now her name's cinderella the first twig father that strikes against your hat on the way home that is what i should like you to bring me okay so it Um, doesn't help that she's a weirdo (laughs) yeah i get it now i get why they're throwing peas and lentils at her (laughs) like this makes sense he's like a twig cinderella that your hat hits you want to yeah what if it's like, what if the first twig, quote unquote, that hits your dad actually like is a branch? <laughs> and then you and burdened him with and that. And you, and your dad just got a concussion. Has to carry that around. No, he got a concussion because it was a branch and it hit his head because they're going miles yeah. per hour. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Now your dad's lying on the ground with a concussion and he's only thinking about how you spited him. <laughs> Maybe he forgot. You jinxed him. If he him. has a concussion. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? And then, and then that's probably why he was gone for so long, because you know he was just like in the middle of the forest, yeah. looking at the sky. Yeah, like who am I? For a while, because not a lot of people take the roads. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nobody came by. No one came by and got him. <laughs> um, and that's and then he died. So he bought for the two stepdaughters some fine clothes, pearls, and jewels. And on his way back, as he rode through a green lane, a hazel twig struck against his hat. And he broke it off and carried it home with him. 
When he reached home, he gave his stepdaughters what they had wished for, and to Cinderella he gave the hazel twig. She thanked him and went to her mother's grave, planted this twig there, weeping so bitterly that the tears fell upon it and watered it and flourished it, and it became a fine tree. Instantly. She, oh, because she cries whenever she goes to the grave. I yeah. was like, why is she? But this makes more sense. Also, pretty recent. I keep forgetting that like this didn't. This isn't a long timeline here. Yeah, no doubt she's crying. <laughs> um, it was like two weeks ago. Yeah, Cinderella went to see it three times a day and wept and prayed. And each time, a white bird rose up from the tree, and if she uttered any wish, the bird brought her whatever she had wished for. Okay, slay. That's a sick deal. Yeah. Uh, I just gotta cry for fifteen minutes, and then I get anything I want. I guess. Sign me up. Yeah. I'll do that. I mean, don't kill anyone in my family, please. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um, this next sentence doesn't seem like it's going to make sense, but. Now, if came to pass that the king ordained a festival that should last for three days and to which all the beautiful young women of that country were bidden so that the king's son might choose a bride from among them. <laughs> all that is one sentence. All that means if. The king wants a bunch of girlies to come to the palace to party for his son. Grim. They'll come. Bros, I have some notes for your sentence structure. Brotherins. <laughs> when the two stepdaughters heard that they too were bidden to appear, they felt very pleased. And yeah, they called Cinderella too. and said, comb our hair, brush our shoes. <laughs> what do you got? Like, Has us? that ever come up for you? <laughs> You know, I don't brush my shoes often. No. If ever. I don't think if, I've ever brushed if, my shoes. If ever. I have brushed a suede purse. Fair. Because I needed to clean it. Yeah. But I have never done that to my shoes. And make our buckles fast. We are going to the wedding feast at the king's castle. Cinderella, when she heard this, could not help crying. For she too would have liked to go to the dance, and she begged her stepmother to allow her. What? You, Cinderella? Go talk she to your said. dad. Apparently, the dad doesn't give a shit. Is he out of the fair gun? <laughs> yeah, probably. He's probably still concussed. Yeah, he's Maybe like, he's I gotta lie down. In bed with the twig. He's like, this is the one that did it, which is actually the branch. Oh, she planted yeah, it. Yeah, she planted she it. Planted oh, no. <laughs> Sorry. Wasn't following this universe. Um. Uh, what you, Cinderella, she said, in all your dust and dirt, you want to go to the festival? You that have no dress and no shoes, you want to dance? But as she, as she persisted... You want to you dance? Want to dance? <laughs> but as she persisted in asking, at last the, stepmo- the stepmother said, I have strewed a dish full of lentils in the ashes. There's pouring lentils in the ashes. Oh, I do remember this. And she has to pick them out. And if you can pick them all up again in two hours, you may go with us. Then the maiden went to the back door that led to the garden and called out, Oh, gentle doves, oh, turtle doves, and all the birds that be, the lentils that in ashes lie, come and pick up for me. Oh, it's probably this little song. The good must be put in a dish, the bad you may eat if you wish. Then there came to the kitchen window. Well, let's pause that for a moment. <laughs> that phrase comes up again. Your stepmom just asked you to get the lentils out. She didn't ask you to pick good ones or bad ones out of there. So if these birds are eating the bad ones, she's not doing it right. 
You just gotta take them out. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, you can eat all of them if you wanted. You just have to take them out. No, I'm saying she wants proof that you took them out. Oh. She, she probably, that psychopath probably counted all of them until she put in there. Oh, probably. And she's gonna count and she's gonna be like, there were 452. And right now there's only um, 395. <laughs> Cinderella's like, these birds. And these birds, I told them they can eat them. <laughs> what the fuck you told they me? Eat no, they can't. They eat them. Who's gonna make a bean soup with this? <clears throat> then came to the kitchen window two white doves, and after them some turtle doves, and at last a crowd of all the birds under the heaven chirping and fluttering and they alighted among the ashes and the doves nodded with their heads and began to pick peck pick peck and then all the other birds began to pick peck pick peck and put all the good grains into the dish before an hour was over all was done and they flew away then the maiden brought the dish to her stepmother feeling joyful and thinking that now she could go to the feast but the stepmother said no cinderella you have no proper clothes and you do not know how to dance and you would be laughed at and when Cinderella cried... It's a valid point. For she doesn't a, know how to dance. She doesn't. When, when Crinderella... <laughs> Cinderella cried for disappointment, she said, if you can pick up... If you can pick two dishes full of lentils out the ashes, nice and clean, you shall go with us. What? Thinking to herself, for that is not possible. Wait, she did that, though. Yeah, she already picked up the lentils. Did you go put the dish she brought you in and another one back in the ashes did you is it because they weren't clean when she had strewed two dishes full of lentils among the ashes the maiden went through so she went back down and put more <gasps> the maiden went through the back door into the garden and cried oh gentle doves oh turtle doves and all the birds that be the lentils that in ashes lie come and pick them up for me Wait, how was she at two places at once the good must be put in the dish and the bad you may eat if you wish what do you mean well, she did it again, but didn't Cinderella go to her? And so, like, in that time Cinderella was looking for her, she put it in there? No, I think she literally brought that and then said what she said. And then and the, did it again. And then the stepmother went back down and was like, do it again. And But now there's two bowls. God, I, That's how I'm understanding this okay, timeline. I'm so confused. So there came to the kitchen window two white doves and then some turtle doves. And at last a crowd of all the other birds under the heaven chirping, chirping and fluttering. <laughs> And they alighted among the ashes, and the doves nodded with their heads, and they began to pick, peck, pick, peck, pick, peck, pick, peck. And then all the other birds began to pick, peck, pick, peck, pick, peck, pick, peck, and put all the good grains into the dish. And before half an hour was over, it was all done, and they flew away. Half an hour? They had more birds this time. It was an hour last time. Well, they know what they're doing now. That's true. Then the maiden took the dishes to the stepmother, feeling joyful. Well, okay, hear me out. If it was the same dish. She only has. Right? It same be dish. Less. Be less because they were eating it. Yeah. There you go. And then the maiden took the dish to the stepmother, feeling joyful and thinking that now she could go with them to the feast. But she said, all you of this you is. You still don't have a dress. Uh, you still can't dance. No good to you. <laughs> you cannot come with us. You do not have proper clothes and cannot dance. You would put us to shame. Yeah. Then she turned her back on poor Cinderella and made haste to set out with her two proud daughters. As there was no one left in the house, Cinderella went to her mother's grave under the hazel bush and cried, Little tree, little tree, shake over me. That silver and gold may come down and cover me. Mm. Then the bird threw down a dress of gold and silver and a pair of slippers embroidered with silk and silver. 
and in all haste she put on the dress and went to the festival but her mother her stepmother and sisters did not know her and thought she must be a foreign princess she looked so beautiful in her golden dress cinderella never thought at all and suppose that <laughs> and suppose she that never she never thought at all she never had a thought in that pretty little head of hers and she was sitting at home a rid picking the lentils out of the ashes the king's son came to meet her and took her by the hand and danced with her and he refused to stand up with anyone else so mm. that he might not be obliged to let go of her hand mm. oh that's very romantic and when anyone else came to claim it, he answered, she is my partner. Oh, oh prince. And when the evening came, she wanted to go home, but the prince said he would go with her to take care of her, for he wanted to see where the beautiful maiden lived. But she escaped him and jumped up into the pigeon house. What? <laughs> and then the prince waited until the father came and told him the strange maiden had jumped into the pigeon house. The father thought to himself, I it surely cannot be Cinderella. And called for axes and hatchets and had the pigeon house cut down, but there was no one in it. What? And when they entered the house, there sat Cinderella in her dirty clothes among the cinders and a little oil lamp burnt dimly in the chimney. For Cinderella had been very quick and had jumped out of the pigeon house again and had run to the hazel bush. There she had taken off her beautiful dress and had laid it on the grave and the bird carried it away again. And then she put on her little gray kirtle and sat down in the kitchen among the cinders. Okay. Okay. So she went through the pigeon house, got undressed at the grave, came back home. Yeah. Quick, quick. Really could have been. Yeah. Shorter. Yeah. The next day, when the festival began anew and the parents and stepsisters had gone to it, Cinderella went to the hazel bush and cried, little tree, little tree, shake over me, that silver and gold may come down and cover me. The bird cast down a still more splendid dress than on the day before and when she appeared in it among the guests everyone was astonished at her oh beauty. yeah there's three days of this party yeah, i didn't realize that i forgot about oh that. my god the prince had been waiting until she came and he took her hand and danced with her alone and when anyone else came to invite her he said she is my partner and when the evening came she wanted to go home the prince followed her for he wanted to see where she belonged but she broke away from him ran into the garden at the back of the house is your family going to chop down the garden too? There stood a fine large tree bearing splendid pears. She leapt as lightly as a squirrel among the branches, and the prince did not know what had become of her. So he waited until the father came, and then he told... If nobody knew who she was, how did he know what father to wait for? I thought he was waiting for his own father this entire time. Oh, I, I read it as her father. Oh. But maybe, maybe it is the king. But then why wouldn't they say a king? I don't know. So he waited until the father came, and then he told him that the strange maiden had rushed from him, and that he thought she had gone up into the pear tree. The father thought to himself, it cannot surely be Cinderella. So yeah, oh, so it's it is her, her dad. dad. So why her is... dad didn't recognize... So the dad's around. The dad's around. <laughs> We've solidified that the we dad's around. We've solidified the dad is around. And he's just a jerk. Yeah. He's like, surely it can't be her. Yeah. She's picking beans out of the this girl's beautiful that's not my daughter (laughs) that's essentially what people are saying he's like my daughter's at home picking (laughs) beans out of the fireplace yeah um and called for an axe and he cut down the tree but there was no one in it but the dad's like allowed to like ruin like the king's home i don't know who is the dad in this is he a part of the court is he like head 
Is he like the right hand or something? Probably not. I wouldn't think so. I feel like we would know. And when they went into the kitchen, there sat Cinderella among the cinders as usual, for she had got down the other side of the tree and had taken back her beautiful clothes to the bird on the hazel bush. How big is this tree that you don't <laughs> see her getting out I was of just it? Saying, I was just going to say that. You see her like go through the tree. Like the pigeon back. house makes sense. Yeah. How she could escape that. It would be funny to make a parody version of the, of the grim one. Yeah. Where like the prince actually sees all of it and he's like, what are you doing? Like, like I... A- like I can see you're you. literally like he's like they're holding hands and they're walking in the garden and then she's, and she's just like, like he's like can I see where you live and she's like <laughs> but like you can't like physically jump into a tree so she's like awkwardly trying to like crawl up it and they're like yeah. he's like do you need do you need help pears are falling yeah he's, he's like ow, she's, like, ow. <laughs> she's like pick the branch off that hit you yeah I want it later <laughs> Um, weirdo. On the third day, when the parents and the stepchildren had set off, Cinderella went again to the mother's grave and said to the tree, little tree, little tree, shake over me, that gold and silver may come down and cover me. Then the bird cast down a dress, the like of which had never been seen. Didn't we just say that was the last time? For splendor and brilliancy. And the slippers were of gold. And when she appeared in this dress at the feast, nobody knew what to say for wonderment. The prince, <laughs> the prince danced with her alone, and if anyone, brothers get to the point, and if anyone else <laughs> asked her, he answered, "She's my partner." <laughs> Again, I hope the prince sounded like. That. Like, here's the thing: I want to dance. Like, I understand. Like, in this day and age, when this came out, this was TV. Yeah, like, but they're not doing a very good job of actually like give, setting the setting the space. No, they're not. They're doing a very bad job. Very bad job. And I'm just kind of like, mm, get to the point. Okay. Get to, like I, that's not on you. We have I'm just saying, a few more paragraphs. I'm yeah, saying yeah, yeah. them. Um, we have better storytelling nowadays. Even like books. A lot better yeah. than this. And when, watched the Grimm TV show? Yeah, I liked it. Me too. And when it was evening, Cinderella wanted to go home. The prince wanted to go with her. When she ran past him so quickly that he could not follow her. He had laid a plan and had caused all the steps to be spread with pitch so that she rushed down them, left a shoe in the maiden. Shoe of the maiden remained sticking in it. Yeah. The prince picked it up and saw that it was of gold and very small and slender. The next morning he went to the father and told. Because she's starving. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she doesn't eat. She, barely, she only eats the good lentils. Yeah. But she gave them to the birds recently. Yeah. Because like, she had kind a, of a lot. Yeah. Um, the next morning he went to the father again. Do you think she's doing this lentil thing every day? <laughs> Probably. We haven't brought it up. Well, yeah, because in the beginning, remember it said that the sisters do it to her too. They spread lentils and peas throughout the ashes. But this and was like the to, mom, the stepmom said you had to do it before we left. But they haven't said that for the other two party days. Well, because she didn't ask to come anymore. She just shows up. Oh, got it. She didn't ask this time. Got it. Hmm. Um, the next morning he went to the father again. How does he... N- no like what father to go to this makes no sense dad is this um (laughs) and told him that none should be his bride save the one whose foot the golden shoe should fit yep unless unless her father is like the right hand of the prince like why is her dad always around the prince well i feel like like all if all the maidens are being invited to potentially marry the prince, I feel like mom and dad are coming too. Yeah, but there's a lot of mom and dads there. Like, why is this dad always by the prince? And why is it the one the prince no, is always calling to? No, they said they had to go to? get him. That's why, that's why she already escaped by the time the dad comes over. 
And then he has to go get the axe. Um, the next morning he went to the father. Yeah, so why is he going to this father is what I'm saying. Like, why is he this one the most? Anyways, Grim, I have a lot of questions. I don't get it. Um, then the two sisters uh, were very glad because they had pretty feet. The eldest went to her room to try on the shoe and her mother stood by, but she could not get her toe into it. The shoe was too small. Then her mother handed her a knife and said, cut the toe off. For when you are queen, you will never have to go on foot. So the girl cut off her mm. toe, squeezed her foot into the shoe, concealed the pain, and went down to the prince. Then he took her with him on his horse as his bride and rode off. They had to pass by the grave where there sat the two pigeons on the hazel, bu- hazel bush and cried, There they go, there they go, there is blood in her shoe. The shoe is too small, not the right bride at all. The birds are saying this? Yeah, these pigeons are being like, Prince, nah, <laughs> this is not right. Have you seen that shoe? It's full of blood. <laughs> Apparently he didn't. Prince, look again. <laughs> these pigeons are just like, you freaking idiot. The shoe is red. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that shoe used to be gold, Prince, and it is bright red. Babes. Then the prince looked at her shoe and saw the blood flowing. And he turned his horse round and took the false bride home again, saying she was not the right one, and the other sister must try on the shoe. So she went into her room to do Did so. Did they clean this off? Did they clean the blood out? And got her We're toes sharing blood. And got her toes comfortably in, but her heel was too large. Mm. When you are queen, you will never have to go on foot. So the girl cut a piece of her heel off and thrust her foot into the shoe, concealed the pain, and went down to the prince who took his bride before him on his horse and rode off. When they passed by the hazel bush, the two pigeons cried. There they go, there they go. There's blood on her shoe. The shoe is too small. Not the right bride at all. Here's the thing. They should have done this in the Disney one. This is fun. The next people who try this shoe on, there's still going to be blood on the shoe. Yeah. Pigeons, there's going to be blood on that shoe now. blood on the shoe. Then I the- know you think you know what's happening, pigeon, but yeah. you don't. You don't. But you don't. Pigeons, you don't know. You don't get it. Then the prince looked at her foot and saw how the blood was flowing from the shoe and staining the white stocking. And he turned his See, horse different. I can... around and brought the false bride home again. This is not the right one, he said. You have no other daughter? No, said the man. Only my dead wife left behind her little stunted Cinderella. It is, is impossible that she can be the bride. That is her father. <laughs> that is her father. Did the Grimm brothers like hate women? What is going on? Yeah, probably. Um, but the king's son ordered her to be sent for. But the mother said, oh, no, she's much too dirty. I could not let her be seen. But he would have. But you are cool with this shoe being full of blood and blood yeah. around your entire home. She's now um, handicapped her two children. Yeah. And she's like, cool, cool. Fine. Um, but he would have her fetched, and so Cinderella had to appear. First she washed her face and hands quite clean, and went in and curtsied to the prince, who held out her who held out to her the golden shoe. Then she sat down on a stool, drew her foot out of the heavy wooden shoe, and slipped it into the golden one, which fit perfectly. When she stood up, and the prince looked her in the face, he knew again the beautiful maiden that had danced with him, and he cried, This is the right bride. She has a shoe on. Now I can see her face. The stepmother and the two sisters were thunderstruck. Thunderstruck. I like that word choice. Thunder. Thunderstruck. 
They grew pale with anger, but oh, he put Cinderella before And lack him. of blood. <laughs> yeah, for real. Um, but he put Cinderella before him on his horse and rode off. And as they passed the hazel bush, the Let's two white it. pigeons cried. Let's hear it. There they Look go. Look at the shoe. <laughs> there they go. There they go. No blood on her shoe. That can't be true. No, that's actually false. It <laughs> can't be true. The shoe's not too small. The right bride is she after all. Oh, cute. And when they had thus cried, they came flying after and perched on Cinderella's shoulder. One on the right, one on the left, and so remained. So she had pigeons on her shoulders for the rest of her life? Yep. And when her wedding with the He's prince... Like, do you want to take this off, honey? I'm trying to eat food. And I just like don't like the pigeons near our dining room And she's table. like, don't talk about my mother like that. What are you talking about? <laughs> what pigeons? These are my mom. These are my mom. <laughs> my, mom my mom had so much personality that she needs two pigeons. Yeah, she had Most people like, get pigeons. one pigeon when they die. Yeah. She got two. Brag. Can handle it. When her wedding with the prince was appointed to be held, the false sisters came, hoping to curry favor and to take part in the festivities. So as the bridal procession went to the church, the eldest walked on the right side and the younger on the left, and the pigeons picked out an eye of each of them. There we go. That's what I knew. And as they returned, the elder was on the left side and the younger on the right side, and the pigeons picked out the other eye of each of them. (laughs) (laughs) Those are still on her shoulder. So they were condemned to go blind for the rest of their days because of their wickedness and falsehood. So no eyes. One's missing a toe. The other's missing heel. Mm-hmm. It's rough for them now. Yeah, rough stuff. Yeah. Which toe That's do you think it is? Um, I think it's a pinky. Oh, no, I think it's big. Mm. I thought you meant like which foot, and I was like, which shoe do I usually put on first? <laughs> That's where my like head I think went. it's just like just the side. I think they cut off the because if you're trying to make space, you're going to cut off the biggest one. But that doesn't really carve your foot to still fit. Yeah, it does. You're taking off the whole. You're taking off the whole big guy right there. Then you got. Then it's just this. You would have to cut here, like fully off, to fit this. Because you have to. Cut. I don't think the pinky toe is enough to take off to fit in the shoe. I agree, but like. You're taking more than just the toe off, the big toe off. You're taking half your foot off. <laughs> I don't think you're taking half the foot, but I hear you. You would take more. You're taking. I think you'd only have to go like this. Like you could curve it because you only need because then put your toe like this. Then you're fitting into a shoe. But then you still have the Not whiteness. Not us forming. You still have the whiteness <laughs> on <laughs> Shelby's dining table. It's as worse as a pigeon. <laughs> That's our mom. <laughs> That's your mom. <laughs> Poppy? You pigeon? Two. <laughs> She's two pigeons. That's true. Then you, yeah, if I, if you curve it at the end of the big toe, you do still have the width. Yeah. I just, I don't think. We're never going to know. The heel makes more sense. Yeah. Because I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Because then you're getting, you can cut off a pretty big chunk of the heel too to get that to work. They shared blood, so they probably have really bad diseases now. <laughs> yeah, all of them. Actually, Cinderella died not too long after the wedding because yeah, of all the she blood got from dysentery. The oh. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say because they some had some diseases or something. They <laughs> she she got touched by a cockroach. And bloody shoe. <laughs> touched by a cockroach is the name of this episode. <laughs> In the arms of a cockroach. Fly away from here. 
don't know the rest of the words. In the arms oh. of a cockroach. Okay. That's it. <laughs> oh, okay, that's it. Yeah. In the arms of my pigeon mother. <laughs> fly away. That would make sense. That would make sense. Cockroaches do fly up. Before they peck out your eyes. <laughs> fly away. <laughs> From here, <laughs> they'll bring, get you. You should really go away. Bring back a hazel twig <laughs> so my mom can appear. If you don't bring back, bring back a twig that hit you in the face. Fly away. <laughs> go back to the fair. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, let us know if you have a favorite Cinderella version or character. We'd love to hear it. Send us an email at actingnormalpod at gmail.com. And follow us on Instagram at actingnormalpod. Goodbye. Bye.